Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Throughout the month of December, the Ringer staff will be releasing their year-end reviews covering the best and worst of 2019 in sports, TV, movies, music, and more. This week, we're getting started with Shea Serrano and Rob Harvilla on the best albums of the year, and Allison Herman and Chris Ryan break down the best TV shows. We'll have tons more in the coming weeks, so make sure to check it out on TheRinger.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's a very special episode, kicking off the most dramatic season ever countdown. I'm Juliette Littman, joined by, um, I think, podcast favorite, Rob Mills. Hi, Rob. What's happening? Uh, I'm Did so- we just come out of those, like, the bongo drums and that soft music? Yeah, just exactly. we got to change that music. Yeah. It's, it's old. I kind of like it. It's all, right. all like, I feel like we're just about to shoot some porn or yeah, something exactly. like that. It's, it's, great. A little, yeah. it's a little bit of a porn it's vibe. It's great, yeah. Um, so I decided to get hyped for Peter's season by going back over every season ever and ranking them. <laughs> so amazing. Which um, didn't seem like it'd be that hard at the time, but actually has proved to be incredibly time-consuming yeah. and very difficult. As I said to you before, it's like even the producers have never done this. <laughs> I've always said sometimes when we have really good seasons, well, let's watch that season again so we sort of know, like, well, Learn what, what worked then? Learn from it or watch a bad season. And inevitably, we never do it. And that's one season. It's I can't re- believe you did this with really all of them. Hard. Well, first of all, I couldn't rewatch everything. It's yeah. from basically 2000. Three to two thousand nine. It's yes. like it's like a dark period, and you cannot find that footage. It's not even on YouTube, actually. Yeah, we talked over this, that a few of the random seasons are on like Tubi yes. now. Like if you want to watch Alex Michelle for whatever reason, Trista. Yep. And I think that's it. Yeah, I think you're on absolutely Tubi. right. Rachel's mm-hmm. on Tubi as well. No, I'm not sure how this is going to work with HBO Max in 2020. Yeah, where... so the Bachelor archive is going to HBO Max, right? Well. It can. I still don't know if it's going to be all seasons. Sure. If they're smart, they should. They really should, because I, I would love to go back and watch some of these that I couldn't actually watch. But at a certain watch. point, if I do worked at HBO Max or was in charge of and I've always, Mike and I have talked about this, Mike Fleiss, have talked about doing this for a while, like either its own streaming site or, or a tab on yeah. there that should be just Bachelor Nation. And it should be not only the seasons, but audition videos. Oh, like, yeah. There is such a treasure trove of stuff it, there's there's no so idea. much. Also, my main takeaway from this is that the show really has not changed that much. Like when you go back and you watch Alex and Trista, the the bones are so there. So I find that so interesting. Again, nobody else has done this, so I'm just going to take your word for it. Because <laughs> I, I, here's here's what happens. It's still the same, like, right. begins with an opening package about the lead, mm-hmm. like get to know them. Chris Harrison talks mm-hmm. to them. Then There's a the, few differences. If you watch the first few seconds of Alex Michelle's season, Chris Harrison's like, no, I'm not the bachelor. Yes. I'm a happily married man. <laughs> yes, That's is. not the same. <laughs> He's also wearing his ring. Yeah, he's he wearing also, his ring with a suit that looks like David Byrne from Stop Making Sense, too. He, it's or, absolutely huge. Or him. an NBA draftee on draft night. Oh, yes, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Before that's a much better reference. Well. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. <laughs> it's like he's getting drafted in 1997. Yeah. And the yeah. first pick, that Chris was Harrison. Very cool. I mean, I remember hearing about that first season. They... I mean, it was. I think they probably ran out to Men's Warehouse, got him a suit. Like, it was all by the seat of their pants. They also, um, and we're going to talk more about Alex yeah. Michelle in a little bit. But like, one thing they also do is they like do a lot of green screen and then yeah. have Malibu 
like projected behind them. Yes, that's so right. I think there's a whole scene in Alex Michelle's season where his friends are like mm-hmm. vetting the women and they, I'm pretty sure are sitting outside on a cliff in front of a green screen. And then that green screen was changed over to like have like the Malibu waves to look like it's cliffside. But like, right. it's, I was just thinking about it. It's logistically impossible. The budget definitely wasn't high enough. Like also this, the lighting was exactly the same for all of yes. them, which wasn't possible. Right. So like that kind of stuff It's has like changed. in cartoons where the background is exactly the same. Yes. And then you watch the flip. Stones walking through. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So like that stuff, that stuff, like the budget is higher. They have mm-hmm. the mansion. There's a few things that like the show obviously figured out along the way, which was yeah. like turn the mansion into a character, mm-hmm. turn Chris Harrison into more of like a, like yeah. less of a um, host and more of like sort of just like a constant of the season. He said, this is year, this was alley season. I remember and the LA Times wrote about it because they thought he did a really good job, but they took a line and say, he said, can I play armchair psychiatrist for a minute? Mm. And that's really what he became. Totally. Like, to, to, to quote Chris Harrison, yes. he became an armchair psychiatrist. He totally did. But, but the things that are the same are, it starts with 25 women, mm-hmm. gets whittled down to 15 really quickly. Yeah. And then it's like a slower pain point from the very first season. They're talking about the right reasons and who is here for the right reasons and not. There is like a weird undercurrent of sex that like it's like forbidden, but they Mm -hmm. talk about it, which is like more present back then, weirdly, than it is now, though. I'm hoping with Peter, since we know know about the windmill and everything, that might be different this Mm -hmm. season. Who's to say? But like a lot of those sort of like jokes about The Bachelor have been there from the beginning. Yeah. Um, The funniest thing about watching the really old ones is it looks like the real world to me, like the way it's shot. Like, yes, like the style of the of the day was that's that that's right. To have the kind of like more it's almost like sitcom meets reality and like a lot of like couches. The thing about reality programming is it's it's sort of one of those things. I mean, this is 2002. Yeah, they shot it in. So it's two years after Survivor and probably six after real world 92 yeah 92 so i guess 10 after real world and there's only so there's just a small sort of sample size of people who work on these things so right you know people who sort of only know one way right and that's sort of why yeah and it looks that you're right it looks like all the other sort of reality shows of the day yeah and which were like three at the time totally and it's like really crucially like it was basically who wants to be a millionaire which was a game show not even reality Mm -hmm. american idol Survivor in the real world and yeah. then, and road rules as well, but that's, that's right. basically the same. And then the Bachelor, and then the Bachelor, and it just sort of came along. And um, I definitely think the show's gotten better, which we'll talk about more. Yes, but the ratings like started off small with the beginning. Yes, of, they did. But then they just were massive by it, the, by the end of the end of both Alex, Aaron, and Trista's seasons. Well, Aaron started it. It was Alex was the one that started out small, and right. what Alex. It's funny because it was only an hour long at that point. But yes. there was growth over the hour. Remember, that was the takeaway then was the, well, I like the growth in the hour for the first one, but it still was small. It did get, I will say, I remember Bob, I wasn't there, but I know all this stuff. Bob Iger did get, he said, we need to get behind this show. It got a spot in the Oscars. Oh my God. So it was a, it was a big, they they put stuff behind it. When did you start working on it? What was your first I season? I started, Lorenzo was my first oh, season. Great. So it's exciting that we'll be talking about that. We are talking to talk about um, Lorenzo I later. I did though work at a talent agency, CAA, mm-hmm. before, and that's where I was then. And they had put together and packaged The Bachelor. Mike oh, Fleiss interesting. was represented there. And it know was- packaging was that old. Packaging was that old. It started with Ovitz in the 80s. So yeah, so this was a, so they put this thing together and it was, and I remember then when I started ABC looking back at the old pitch logs, like it was one of those things, it was sort of, they pitched it, nobody thought it was anything great. And 
I think there was a second meeting where there was a lunch with a woman named Andrea Wong who ran alternative programming for ABC at the time. And she was like, yeah, we'll, we'll take a shot on it. But um, they, they went and they tried it. Uh, it started small by the end of the sixth, I think it was only six weeks. Yeah. At the end six of the weeks. six weeks, that was, I remember you would hear people like, oh my God, I got to get home and see who Alex is going to pick. Yeah. We're no spoilers at the time. Nobody knew. And it just, it ballooned from there. And then also one thing that's just been a constant is like what makes a good season. And and yeah. the, cl- the, the point of this is not like who's my favorite bachelor and like who's your favorite person ever. It's, I really wanted to go into like what's the most dramatic season a ever. Good season if you see the the lead is important, but yeah. it's really it's the cast. It's the cast. It is all the the people around it, and then just sometimes you get lucky breaks or unlucky breaks. <laughs> I swear, some seasons you get completely snake bitten. It's like what more can go wrong? Sure, In- and then other ones, it's like oh my god, everything has gone right here. And in the early ones, the I think the casting formula wasn't so clear yet, so it yes. was probably a little bit more like. Will this be good? We'll see. Whereas That's I feel right. like now you probably you don't know for sure, mm-hmm. but there's a little it's, there's also a deeper well of people to call upon. Like people will get scouted yeah. two years before they end up on the show or whatever. Well, I also think too, just the way the whole world has changed now. The fact that you can have a and an, for good and bad, I mean, you you get people are dying to be on the show. Right. A, they want to be in love, but also it's this this could be a career totally. outside of this. Totally. You know? And that really changed around Jason Mesnick's season when yeah. when the people became Famous, and it was kind of building already because like Deanna mm. was in the mix, and people. Brad well, Womack was the most to, hated man in America. I think an interesting thing would be: would Trista be more famous or less famous now? I mean, Trista was famous. She she went on Oprah. Oh my god! When that was a big thing, crazy. Uh, and you get a husband, was, and you get a husband. You get a, that's right, exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, I, she was a legitimate. I think she'd like, be less famous in some ways. I think so because now so many Crowded other people yeah. get famous. That, that's right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, who would you argue is more famous now, Tyler or Hannah? And let's take away dancing. Let's just talk about pure. Just based on the Bachelorette. Yeah. Slight edge to Hannah, but like very slight. Tyler's very close. Very close. That's right. Yes, mm-hmm. he's very close. As and opposed to with Trista season, I think Trista be famous, but also, um, oh, I can't even think of his, Charlie? his name now. Charlie Marr. Yeah, would be just as Charlie. I know, Charlie's been lost like a, a time completely. Mm-hmm. So he's completely lost a time. He's lost a time. And I will say, I don't mean to keep jumping all over the place, no but problem. we talk about how sort of, you know, things change when we, Jason Messick was sort of one of the guys that we took from last season. We had a real fan following. Yeah. Had Ch- Mike Fies always says the biggest mistake we ever made was Charlie Marr should have been The Bachelor. Mm. And it would have changed. It probably would have sped up this trajectory. Sure. That's a, that's an interesting point because there yeah. was a lot more like trial and error in the first 10 yeah. seasons, essentially. No, absolutely. And like there was... Um, it was guesswork. I yeah. mean, I think it was really... One of the things that has... You're absolutely right. Like the bones of the show are the same, but the show now has become a soap opera. Yeah. I was like a big soap opera fan. Growing, I remember I loved All My Children and it was always fascinating to watch people who were sort of backburner characters go to front. You you could see like, oh, this they really like this this guy who plays this new doctor. He's we're gonna give him a big storyline. Yeah, yeah. And that's sort of what happens now. It's like this is a guy who's one of twenty five. Now he's the bachelor. Right. And then also like the difference between someone that you're hoping to have in paradise or back then bachelor pad. Yeah, which right. by the way, I fucking love bachelor pad, and we'll be talking about it. Bachelor pad is great, and we should absolutely <laughs> talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be discussing Lorenzo later in this episode, which means we'll be discussing Erica Rose, which means oh, we'll be discussing bachelor pad. Yes, exactly. Pad. 
So oh. <laughs> I can't wait. But um, yeah, it's also like different kinds of characters. Who's a lead? Who's supporting? Yeah. And I think at that time, it was just sort of like the lead mm-hmm. and the guys when it first started. Yeah. And that has changed. But the thing that's actually the most the same is the women tell all or the men tell all. That yeah. show has not changed at all. The tell all has not changed. It's basically the same. I mean, that was a real like function of the show is successful. How do we get yeah, more, more, weeks. more and more, more, more weeks out of it? Also, it was, it actually is really helpful. Where like, if you've heard about it, you want to catch up before yeah. the finale. Like, here's how you do it. You just do you know what was fascinating rows. though? Do you know what used to be basically an audible was after the final rose? Really? Yes. If you notice Lorenzo's season, there's no after yeah, the there final isn't rose. One. Like if, if, it like, just ended. That was it. If you wanted or not, essentially. <laughs> it was. And it was, I remember the next season, which was Andy Baldwin was, God, that season's really doing well. Let's do literally the after the final rose was they asked for it a week before. Is that what happened with Hannah's season when we had that weird mid-season special that everyone hated? No, wait, what happened with that? That was was that this season? It was. There I was lose, like an extra week. I lose track of um of time here. It was sometime I think in May was, or June. People were pissed. My guess is uh I if if I remember, I can't believe this was like six months ago. We had like a little bit more footage. Uh-huh. That we could we could sort of push it out, and I think that was it. And it was gotcha. like it's like those old Looney Tunes cartoons where they uh, take old Looney Tunes cartoons and then put in like fifty percent new footage. I think that's what <laughs> happened here. It was like okay, let, let's pad this out a little bit. I, you could uh, tell at the time, but hey, it was worth it. I think we're coming off the best yeah. year stretch of Bachelor Nation. It's pretty probably. good. I will say the run of. Jason Mesnick, Jillian Harris, Jake Pavelka, Ali Fedotowski. Really good. Was also good. And really, then, really good. Uh, there's an alternate universe where Chris Lampton, who is, I don't even know if anyone remembers him. Chris and Peyton, actually, I interviewed yeah. them together. Oh, you did? Okay. And they're delightful. Had Chris been The Bachelor, I'm curious where it would have gone. Interesting. That's when he went to Womack, too, which also was very good. But Chris was way too normal. Like, he's just, like, a normal, mm, nice guy. Like He was. He he tried. We met with him. He would have been, like, Sean Lowe, but more boring. I went to a Red Sox game with him. Like, we hung out. He's a super nice guy. Yeah. I think you're you're right. But you would have had... But to your point about the cast, the women would have been... They would have been good. ...dying to, sure. to date this guy. Yeah, and he was... He does seem like he would be a great husband. I hope he yeah. and Peyton are happy. I'm sure Lo- they are. Lovely people. They're lovely people. <laughs> they yes. live on Cape Cod, which I I love yeah, and go to every summer. Yeah, start the short series, Going Yard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, so let's get into the drinking. So okay. this is how I was deciding. And just to be clear, it's about the most drama. It's yeah. like, what's the most entertaining? Mm-hmm. What is truly, as Chris Harrison says, the most You're dramatic season ever? You're still going to hear from so many people because everybody's going to have that. <laughs> it's not about if I like these people. I like yeah. all of them. They're all, they're that's all not great. True. Of for course. The most part, they're like I, it, yeah. Good people. That's right. And not all of them, but I would say like 90% <laughs> as right. far as I know yes. are, are good leads. But so the criteria were um, impact, just like in general, um, locations, the villain, yeah. uh, if there was one, yeah. which kind of happened a little bit later. Is there a later. season without a villain? I guess so. Yeah. The early season, neither Tristan nor Alex really had a villain. Yeah, that there was, was like a, women who were disliked, but they weren't like that. Was a I would argue way. there was there was a villain on Alex's season. Trista, I agree with. Who do you think it was on Alex? I actually think it was Amanda. Oh yeah, because I think the for the audience they, they had, all wanted Trista to win so badly, right? That Amanda became the villain, right? And Trista and Alex will discuss this. But yeah, they literally oh, yeah, had we zero, have a lot to li- yeah. literally had mm-hmm. zero chemistry, yeah. so he made the right choice. Yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> okay, so. The list of criteria are the lead, the amount of drama, 
the winner, like if yeah. if that was the right choice, essentially, right. Okay. the villain, the locations, and the cultural impact. Yeah. So that's how I was judging. Right. Was okay. I went over all thirty-eight yeah. seasons, and based on that, starting at number thirty-eight, <laughs> the absolute most boring, least dramatic season was Trista Wren. Now Trista, Trista, Trista Sutter. Yes, exactly. Absolutely so boring. It uh, was season one of The Bachelorette. It debuted on January eighth, two thousand three. Yep. The ratings were absolutely huge. The irony was, yes, it's the biggest season ever. Ever. I, I mean, if you if you go by Nielsen's, like I still think that, by the way, I think that we get completely jobbed by the Nielsen's now. I think that they don't take into account group watching. Sure. I think that you can't find it. I mean, I remember Jimmy Kimmel said to me, because remember he hosted that episode of Chris Soul's season? Yes, he got in the hot he tub said, with them. There's, he said, I completely agree. Like, the ratings are not correct, because I have heard more about this episode of The Bachelor than anything I've done in my career. I believe and that. So it is true. But if you want to take it by that... Yes, Trista's was the the biggest the biggest rating season. The Walt Disney Company, your employer, mm-hmm. estimated that 26 yeah. million viewers saw at least six minutes of their wedding, oh. which was like six. So even later. ABC was doing like the Netflix uh, yeah. the Netflix way of like we yeah. count six minutes as a viewer. <laughs> exactly, um, but that was their yeah. wedding. But it was, was a big deal. You had to. So this is when I started at ABC, and I remember like there was they were so far in. I think fourth place even because I think Fox had Idol had started there. Yes, Idol had started. It was like, there. The only thing they had going for it was Trista season of Bachelorette and then the wedding. That's like hilarious. there was like standees from like T-Mobile with Trista and Ryan on it. <clears throat> I mean, it was crazy. It was everywhere. It it's just like so. Do you crazy count that- the wedding as part of the season too? Because uh, do you remember there was like a series around it? Yeah, there was like three episodes where there it? was like things that were, uh, you know, Ryan may have gotten a lap dance, and yeah. you know, is Trisha yeah. going to call off the wedding? And, <laughs> Ryan seems like know. a great guy, by the way. Ryan is the nicest. He seems like guy it. In the way. They are actually both. They're wonderful people. He he always seemed like it. I will say to your point a few moments ago. Um, from during that season from 02 to 03, The Bachelorette was the 13th highest rated show on TV and ABC's second most watched show behind Monday Night Football. Yeah. So the only thing That's out of right. it was like exactly. the literally perennial most That's popular right. thing on Mondays. Yes, so exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, of course, Ryan Sutter won. Charlie Marr was, uh, came in second. Mm-hmm. Although you're not supposed to say that. And what he, <laughs> what he said to TV guide, quite salty. You have to understand that I wasn't in love with her. Sure. I was heartbroken and it hurt when I wasn't going to have the opportunity to grow in a relationship with Trista and find out who it was meant to be. And if love could develop there. So, oh, wow. Ouch. Very Man. upset afterwards. Oof. Won't claim to love her as a hurt guy. Um, when the show started, it was almost entirely in LA. They would go day yes. trip to San Diego, day trip to Las Vegas. So a couple of, so it was pitched. This is for the bad the original pitch of The Bachelor. It was pitched that it was going to be there was going to be a proposal at the Eiffel Tower. Like oh. it was going to end there. And partially this is, you know, when you're pitching things, you you build out the biggest possible vision. But the sure. other thing was that yeah, as high a budget as possible. Between that's right, exactly. <laughs> and then all of a sudden things come down. But um, the other thing that happened between the pitch and start of production was 9-11. Oh. So that changed everything. Sheesh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dark. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go there. <laughs> no, like, I didn't no expect problem. a 9-11 reference in this. What would you say? I didn't expect a 9-11 reference I work in this, them in but, very yeah. frequently, so okay, don't perfect. worry. All right. Well, here's our 9-11 reference. So that happened. So, yeah, it was that. And 
But you're right. It was also a, a budgetary thing as well. Yeah, I'm sure. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it had to prove it, you know? Yeah, that's and right. And also, like, one of the reasons reality became so popular is because it was cheap to do mm-hmm. and much easier. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's one of, one of the reasons why it really exploded during the writer's strike was because it was way easier. In 06, much and easier. And just that's right. Without now, perspective. I will say... I think locations are important, and as you said, you have it as part of your criteria. It's also, it's an indication of, like, uh, is a place associated with something that happened on the show? It is. And it, also, it, like, right. how much um, how much of the, was the network trying to hype it up based on where they went and everything? But I also, I always say, you know, a location is never going to save you if it's not going well. Sure. And if the season's going, you know, our highest ratings are two people on a couch. Sure. At the, after the final, you know, I mean. Right. The highest point of Hannah's season was her and Jed in some, you know, rented room somewhere. Talking Incredible. about. Uh, yeah. And like my favorite thing, not favorite, because I mean, just the most entertaining thing to me that's ever happened is Jake and Bianca's breakup also on the a The best ever. Yeah. Well, that was a complete like last minute thing that was so we were shooting Bachelor Pad then oh yeah I remember and it we had to get it down of- so I remember to Mike Fleiss to his credit was so angry that People Magazine was getting this I think Jake was was tied into them and we heard like oh okay he's talking to People Magazine about the breakup and I remember Mike like slamming his fist and he's like I don't understand why these people are chronicling the story this is we need to be telling the story and he is right. And it was literally like, get them in at nine o'clock. We're shooting whatever that competition has led to the bachelor happy hour podcast. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, there you go. That for better or worse, you know, sometimes you get Jacob Manor's interview. We love Rachel. So. Rachel is great. I love Rachel, <laughs> but, um, but that was something, but you're right. I mean, that was two people on rattan furniture. Yeah. Talking with Chris um, Harrison, very, very awkwardly in the middle. Again, not going back to the HBO max thing. That's the, the unedited, Footage of that. Give it to me. Is just show me the show incredible. me the, the breaks when they're not speaking was, to each other when they're bickering. A couple see things it. that happened. Th- there were there was no breaks. It was <laughs> it was one shot. That was a one shot. Like get in there. But I remember a few things. One was it was for time, mm. and the other thing was at that point you were like, well, this guy was the bachelor. Like we got to kind of protect him. So it was like there were times he looked so maniacal. Sure. That it was like, oh God, we we better pull back a little bit here. Jake is no, it's legit like, terrifying. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So much so much more. When do you see it come. unedited? What did well. you say? When do you see it unedited? I, well. lo- I absolutely love it. The other him. thing, um, when you talk about seasons, everything that was Allie's season. Right. And that was one that was the one episode too where we were like, God, this episode is like watching paint dry. It's so boring. <laughs> and we were able to take out two acts to do this you Amazing. Know, that was everything went right that season. That was, and that was the spring of 2009. Spring, oh, 2010. Summer. Ten, summer yes. 2010. Yep. Um, we're going to come back to that. Yeah. Um, so on this season, they only traveled for the overnight dates where they went to Sedona, Seattle, and Cabo. The guy yeah. who got to go to Cabo really lucked out there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. I believe uh, you have Ryan to use your passport. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, I think, got the Seattle date, which, like, Seattle's a lovely city, but it's not Cabo. And in 2002, Cabo was, like, not that well-known. Right. I remember when they went there on the challenge that mm-hmm. to me kind of, I was from the East Coast, so it kind of like, I was like, oh, Cabo, interesting. Yeah. But it wasn't like this famous- no, it's what it is now. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you go and you get away. That's right. It was like yeah. still pretty close to LA. Yeah. I mean, it, which it mm-hmm. remains, but like cheap, like kind yeah. of like a, co- a cool yeah. Mexico vacation. You would have thought though, Ryan, I would say arguably, probably looked the best- in like a swimsuit. Like you would yeah. have given, I would have given Ryan Cabo just He was definitely the that. most handsome of the three. Yeah, absolutely. He was clearly the best choice in that group. He also, I think the sign of a relationship working, which I think is true yeah. of Becca and Garrett yeah. and Rachel and Brian and Trista and Ryan, mm-hmm. um, even Ashley and JP, 
if the guy doesn't want to be famous, I think it works out. Yes. And Ryan didn't really seem that interested in being like well, a huge star. Ryan's big thing was, you know, he said, like, I, I live in Vail and I'm a firefighter, yeah. which is a great job and a great if you if you're really interested in being a wife and mother and everything else. And you could still have a career. But I mean, Vail's a great place. It, I've never been. So, it does oh, seem like great, though. It's insane. It's so great. So to to Trista's credit, I think she was completely sincere about this. Like, yeah. She didn't. Fame was sort of a byproduct. Totally. And I think she definitely enjoyed it. But well, she was 29 when she was the Bachelorette. Yeah. Which is by today's standard old. It is old. And I think even then she was a Miami dancer. She was a Miami I think Heat that's dancer. when you're starting to. Also age out. Yeah, she, the, she was the, pivoting to being yeah. a, a therapist. Yes. And um, she's like an interesting, they seem like normal people who just like happen are, to be on reality TV very early on. They're incredibly normal people. And as a result, their season was super boring. It was. Like it was. It was, it was foundational. Unfortunately, this just fulfilled the premise of the show of like finding a, a husband, but it doesn't make for a great drama. Also, the guys really although they were all i think indetrusted to varying degrees they all like got along like the yeah. stuff at the house was like the totally. guys fooling around and and just just having a good time yeah one thing is that also they didn't really show the dates very much like yeah. um i don't know if that was mm-hmm. because of clearances or whatever but as a result it was so much of the guys mm-hmm. in the house and that was boring i think some of it was also just fly by the seat. They never they didn't expected to do the to Bachelorette. Right. Like the Bachelorette was never a thought. Right. And I think had it been anybody but Trista, like had he picked Trista and not and not uh, Amanda, right. maybe the Bachelorette doesn't exist. That's so fascinating. I and know. I will say, but we'll come back to this as we go along, but the Bachelorette aired for three seasons, paused, and then came back with- uh, Well, we can talk about that. I, I, I actually, that's one of the few things I was- Sort of responsible for it. Really? Yes. How how did it come back? It was, we were looking for, every summer we would start, we would try all these new shows. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, that's where most of these started, by the way. It came back around 07, right? Yeah, that's exactly when it was. And that was also when you're on programming on network television was just beginning. Yes. That was basically the first summer. Well, no, summer is where a lot of these started. Survivor started in the summer. Millionaire started in the summer. Idol did too. Idol started in the summer. Yeah. The only one that didn't actually was Bachelor, which was sort of spring. Right. But so you would try these new shows and dancing had come out in the summer and had been a big hit for us. And you'd try all these new shows and they wouldn't work. And so I remember saying, well, why don't we just do a cycle of Bachelorette in the summer? Yeah. You know, instead of alternating Bachelor and Bachelorette like they did now in season because it was never as strong as The Bachelor. So they would air The Bachelorette in season. Uh, so put it in the summer, the 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 rating thresholds are not as high. Right. And then let's just put it every summer. And if it works, that'll be great. And I remember at that point, we were going to do somebody from whole cloth, potentially. Oh, interesting. I remember sitting and having a lunch. Hopefully she's okay with me saying this. <laughs> with um, a woman named Chriselle Staus, who oh was God. married to Justin Hartley. And, and on, they're on the, yes. Um, Selling Sunset on Netflix. Yes. Have you watched mm-hmm. that? Yes, I have. Oh my God. And now she, yeah, now she's getting divorced. God, Chriselle. And she was, and boy, it was a great life. She was just wonderful. I mean, she couldn't have been great. And I think- She's she, charming on Selling Sunset. She's She is fantastic. And um, it would have been great, but then this was, I weirdly, Brad Womack's season was that fall. And Deanna, I assume we would have gotten to it there, but I remember Ellen DeGeneres was like, 
this woman needs to be the bachelorette and I'm going to call Oh my God, that's and, so funny. Remember, she announced it on her show, like, Deanna, you're going to be the bachelorette. Oh my God. And, and Deanna's great. I can't wait yeah. to talk about her when we get to her. Good season. And also, it was cool to have the show back. I now prefer, that's my other big takeaway, bachelorette, way better than the bachelor. Well, like again, these are all happy accidents. This was just a, how do we do better in the summer? Yeah. Let's do bachelorette. But now, the year-round oh cycle God. of, ba- the other thing that happened there too was, was, um, limiting the bachelor to once a year. So it felt special. Right. It was not like, okay, if I don't like this person in 10 weeks, there's another one. Right. And that's a great segue into Aaron, who comes in at number 37. But first, I just want to note, Trista only got $15,000 for being the bachelorette. That's right, yeah. 15K. 15 large. Mm -hmm. That's very low. Well, you're usually given a... Like this is what you're you're missing by not mm-hmm. working for, sure. for this period of time. Right. Oh, interesting. It's not yeah. a salary. It's like a no. Wage, it's not a salary, and it's not like a yeah. Right. Exactly. I see. Interesting. However, they did get a million dollars for the. They wedding. got a million dollars for the wedding, so, which was fine. And then the wedding cost another million dollars to put on, allegedly. Yeah. That's, so. that's no, I think those figures are probably pretty accurate. So I'm happy for them. Hope they mm-hmm. invested well, didn't yeah. lose too much in the recession of 08 right. and uh, just yeah. doing great. Next, number 37, Aaron Burge, the second bachelor. Season Bergie. two, Bergy. I never heard anyone say it because I didn't watch that season. But that's amazing. Please uh, don't edit that out because it's perfect. I it won't. tells you everything you need to Seriously, know right there. Yeah. There's not that much to say about yeah. him because he was super boring. Yeah. He chose this woman named Helen Exerwitz. Helene. Yeah. I don't know any yeah. of their names. Yeah. Um, Helen. That does sound like, is it now it was so long ago she probably goes by Now she sounds like Helen a grandma. Now. We turned her into a grandma. Yeah. Uh, well, also, but also do you remember? Re- really highly rated, by the way. I just want to say the final. The, oh, the, yeah. It averaged 11 million. Or it started with 11 million, ended allegedly with 25.9. Yeah. Allegedly. No, it was a bit. Well, people, the end of the show, and there's a, I don't know where you come out on whether spoilers help or hurt the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the end Needs to be. I mean, I remember Mike Fleiss telling me when he when Trista season was happening, he was watching at a producer's house the finale, and he had to leave before the last few minutes. And he said, "I remember walking out and walking to my car, and from one of the houses next door, I heard like cheering coming out there because people. <laughs> I think people, you know, the surprise. Hell, and that was so the the finale of the Bachelor and Bachelorette." was always like an event. Sure. Because you really didn't know, yeah, you didn't know who's gonna what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, until spoilers came around, yeah. came along like around season six. Yeah. National Enquirer hit the mm-hmm. beat. People started leaking around then. We'll talk about that in yeah. a second. Um, the runner-up was named Brooke Smith. And yeah. um, also from that season, Gwen Goya, who was on season one of Bachelor Pad. Oh, yeah. 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 See, yeah. there you go. Um, Do you remember we put question marks for her age? Yeah. She's older than everyone else. I think yeah. people started lying about her age very early on. I would say... Just in, you can't lie about your age. I don't believe that. I think you have to have proof of ID and everything, all that you know. No one's uh, ever lied when they're Chiron, but how old they are? No, really. As far as I know, I'll double check, but I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> um, that the woman who uh, on Mesnick season who was also a mom, I think her name was Stephanie, Stephanie Hogan. Yeah, Stephanie. Oh, she was great. Uh, there's she, she <laughs> definitely made herself look I'm, her, her age seemed misrepresented. <laughs> just gonna leave that there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Aaron Berge allegedly bought the ring for Helene with his own money. I don't know if that's true. Well, I don't remember. This is before me. And I forget who it was, Takari or somebody who was the person before Neil Lane came in. Yeah. Which, by the way, to your point about making the, the mansion a character, now Neil, Neil Lane Lane's is a, character. Like a yeah. big thing. It's true. I think he he very well might have. You know, I wasn't working on the show then, so I don't know. Um, but 
I don't know why he'd lie about it. It's just a weird, that's just yeah. weird. And then um, I would say that one of the reasons this season is so boring and we'll just move on from it yeah. is because the biggest thing about this season, I think, is that he allegedly broke up with her at Starbucks, which is just hilarious. Like when they ended up breaking up. He'll start but going where do you, again, it was such a different time. Though, I know. That it's like, this is this is what you did, I guess. I guess, but did you have to be at a Starbucks? What about a park yeah, or someone's that's odd, home? Yeah. I feel like that ruins Starbucks, which like is a crucial part of American life. Yeah, so you, it's, you it's know, a bad what? beat. <laughs> what? Yeah, you're right. Now that you say that, why? I got to think that goes through your like, head. Like neutral territory? every time she wants to go into a Starbucks, now she's gonna think at least go to like a Panera or something like that. Yeah, Panera Bread or or I think you're right. Neutral territory. <laughs> I mean, now you know what's nice. We rent these places out. Like Beck and Ari was like some house. Out in the middle of nowhere. I'm glad you mentioned that. They'll never go back to in the Hollywood Hills. I talked to Becca last week. We're going to air that later this week. And she talked about that house and how she had to stay in it for two or three extra days after the breakup. Just insane. (laughs) But no, she never has to go there again. She seems really happy. She seems really happy. She's very happy. She's very happy. All's well that ends well. She's awesome. Delightful woman. She's really pleasant. I really like her. I went to a run through this this week. This, you know, this Bachelor live show. show. Yeah, that she, she coached very good. I bet. She, I really liked her. Uh, You guys, we're going to talk about her again in a minute. And you can hear that full interview on Thursday. Yes, very excited to hear that. So the other, the one footnote, I'm almost positive it was, I'm sure it is, Aaron Berge season that came from this. Burge. Aaron Burge's (laughs) season is, um, We've always wanted to do stuff at the the park, the Disney parks, mm. do dates there. And it's funny. One of the ones was Jason season, Stephanie Hogan. They had a date with her daughter. They surprised her daughter. And it was at Legoland, which I remember the parks were really upset. They're like, God, had we known we would have gone. And we've said, apparently this season there was a group date there. Really? And some of the girls got into a huge argument in like cool. the parking lot or something. I mean, cool. And the parks was like, yeah, that's not really the look we want. So uh, that's we've hilarious. Ne- we've never been back since. Yeah. Li- It'd be a good place for a one-on-one, I think. It would be. I remember we've come close and I think we should talk to me. I remember Allie's season. I forget why it didn't work out, but there was going to be like a Cinderella day what about, where she came um, up in a- What about far in Disney? What about doing one in, in Japan or in Europe? Like, it's not a bad idea, Europe. yeah. I think that at those places though, there's so many- other things to do mm-hmm. that you don't want to, you know, a lot of them are about doing either those cultural dates right. or something that's interesting, but yeah, maybe. I don't know if you get, if you get it for the right one, friends and family price or something. You're Disney. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, side note, I'm watching the Imagineering show on Disney plus. Great, I've heard good things. Great stuff. Yeah. It's kind of okay, like watching watch state propaganda, but also really good. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really good. It is fascinating. Uh, number 36, season six, we had Byron Velvet, who, was the, the original old bachelor? The old bachelor. Yeah. He was thirty nine or forty, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a bass fisherman. He was selected by the in the ladies' choice. Yes, over right. Jay Overby. Yeah. So for everyone who said how sexist it was when we did Brit and Caitlin, yeah, this was done. It was done once first. before and done first with men. With men. I will say that didn't come up a lot when it happened with Brit and Caitlin. So this one's also really been lost to time. Except yeah. if you Google his his winner, Mary Delgado, Mary, who, oh, yeah. who also Mary was, Delgado. She also appeared on Bob season, which was season four. Yeah. Um, she's had a few run-ins with the law, including <laughs> um, allegedly punching. Byron, Byron and splitting his lip and then she had like a DUI and just some other issues and I wouldn't say this was a happy story it still was it's season six and this is when leaking started I will say yeah the National Enquirer spoiled who won mm-hmm. and it was came down to um, Mary Delgado and Tanya Michelle and um I just want to note that Brandy was on this season that's kind of when the mm-hmm. musical guest started started yeah and uh 
it was some people posited that the ratings were beginning to slide for this, and so yeah. that they're they're leaking to the well, National Enquirer. Could be, you know. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know why. I mean, I know that certainly wasn't Mike. You know, I I know he he doesn't like that. Sure, um, but it was. I think that this was a symptom of okay, what can we do? Clearly. The younger bachelors, like they're not, they're not getting engaged. They're just sort of, yeah. They're not. I'm trying to think where Byron was in the run of everything. It was Alex Aaron. He was season six, so he was. Um, I used to be able to do this all in order, like literally off the off the, off the. Yeah. Um, I can tell it you, it was Alex Aaron. It was Andrew Firestone. Bob it was Jesse Byron. Bob Je- right. So Bob and Jesse, those were good. Were sort of two of the good seasons, but maybe not the most. Right reason bachelors no. ever. But it kind of made them dramatic and entertaining. Right. No, it was. It's true. But I think Bob is a living legend. A lot of people do. I know. <laughs> they say they like it. But Bob is one of those ones, again, that I think people fell in love with him on Trista season because he was the guy who sort of never got the girl yeah. and he got close. So they wanted to see him be the bachelor. And then it was like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm dating. I, I've Didn't never dated like this before. Did he have the sex of any bachelor? Yes, al- Allegedly? Okay. Well, allegedly. We have a... I remember we did a 2020 special called The Stories Behind the Rose or something like that. And I remember some of, you know, the VO, it's uh, Chris Connolly, one of those guys being like, uh, you know, and, and which bachelor did have the uh, did have the most, you know, sexual relations with women? And then you cut to Mike Place going, <laughs> that's my man, Bob Guinea. <laughs> Shout out to Bob. Also appeared on Bachelor so Pad, if I recall. No, Bob Guinea never appeared on he Bachelor Pad. No. I don't think you never did. I'm another- thinking of Ed from Julian oh. Season. Also, oh, Ed. also another legend. Hurricane Ed. I love Jillian Harris, and we will be discussing her at a later date. Oh, she's so great. She's the best. So, um, but but this so Byron was so that was the okay. We need a guy who's more sincere, who's a little bit older, who's ready to settle down. Um, and I think that's sort of why that. But yeah, you know, the other thing I remember about this season was for a long time they were one of the couples that stayed together. Yeah, they, for five forever. years. So we'd trot them out at like yeah. everything, like, see, it works, you know, like every single, <laughs> and like, then, tell-all or or after the final rose or whatever. And they were both super nice people, very happy together. Um, now they Couldn't be nicer up. people. They, they've broken up, but... Uh, she's married now and everything. I think Byron came down to our thing, the premiere thing last year that we he did. did. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. He was, like, literally theater. in the neighborhood. Yeah, at the <laughs> fun of theater. He's a bass fisherman, yeah. so mm-hmm. he's it was his off season. Yeah, that's season. right. Exactly. Um, a couple of things that were introduced this season. Byron, like, allegedly moved into the ladies' villa, which is what they used to call mm-hmm. where they lived. Yeah. But he wasn't like it was like actually a yeah. guest house or whatever. But mm-hmm. that was like kind of a twist of the season where things are still being felt out. And then they also had the last minute conversations this season, yeah. which is when if Byron wasn't sure about someone, he could like talk to three three women right. to get like a like a it's almost like yeah. the phone a friend, like yeah, a, that's a right. lifeline, exactly kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Very game show esque. I would say when you kind of like look at this in the holistically, <clears throat> yes. this season is one of the most. It's kind of like a game show. Now, the show was a game show, and then little by little you started like peeling back those layers. Because to your point of like the the talking to people. You're not sure now. That just happens all the time. Like, yeah. I need to talk to you for a second. Yeah. Or I need to go, or I need to grab you. So it plays out more real. And why that wasn't thought of earlier? But I think get, to your point too. It's like Millionaire was really big. I mean, these were game shows. Yeah, they were. You and know, that, Survivor. That, totally. These all things, the early yeah. reality shows were like competition. It they was were pre Bravo. Yeah. That's the Real right. Housewives of, of Orange County started in an 06, and that kind of yeah. ushered in a, a new mm-hmm. wave. But I this, think so, too. This was, Byron was also, it was 05, yeah. so it was like right on no, the cusp of that. No, but it was, but also, even when that stuff was going on in 06, I remember, 
like with Brad's season, like that was a, there was a lot of worry. Like, yeah. do we let this guy pick? Cause he, I think what Brad said was basically, look, I'll pick Deanna and you know, that'll be the end of the season, but just know like we're going to break up right. right away. Like I don't, and it was still a debate of, but they got to pick somebody at the end, right. which seems shocking. Like that's There is like, a lot more like flexibility for the the lead to be their own person mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Like obviously Hannah's season was like, right. Well, I between your earlier question, spoilers or no spoilers. If it's really dramatic, yeah. then spoilers don't matter because you can't yeah. really describe the yeah. scene of Hannah trying to get Luke to leave. You can't really describe. No, there is a, I have to see how that plays out because yeah. it can't be, you're right. And because you mm-hmm. start, like, I I for a while knew that Tyler wasn't going to win, but I was just mm-hmm. obsessed with Tyler. So I was like, I, I want every moment of yeah. Tyler on TV. I want to yeah. watch it. And like, and then, even you can't, to your point of like getting Luke to leave, it's like, you can't describe her moving that podium as is seeing it is so much better. Yeah. Like, and like, so like, Oh, you're not going to believe it. she takes it and moves it up. And like, totally. And, and like, if you go back and you watch like Rachel's breakup with Peter, like right. I know about that, but it's still mm-hmm. really like captivating television. Yeah. When it's right. actually human emotion, it's actually dramatic. Yes, it's, that's right. It's really good. It and that's good, like yeah. kind of what the show. I mean, that in. being said, I mean, Jason season where people really didn't know he was going to end it with Melissa. Totally. Was, that was, I mean, people, that was such a left, and it, we had teased it as something happens and nobody could, Nothing, could, most admit, dramatic nothing finale could ever. Nothing for this. <laughs> I remember Chris being like, you know, we've done this without an audience. Like, we've done, it was just like, yeah. oh my God, somebody died, something happened. It was amazing to sort of like, oh, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. Although now, the fact that everything has sort of happened to some degree, you kind of know something's going to happen, so. Sure. Okay, number 35. I'm sorry to say, it's Becca Kufrin, who I quite like and I just met. So boring. What, so, so, so boring. I will say I that. would, you know, it's interesting. Becca is the sort of victim of her own How success, do you not make yeah. her the Bachelorette after that? Like, totally. you, you just have to. If, if she didn't want to, that's a different thing. Now, going back to domestic season, we, we tried everything to get Melissa Rycroft to be the Bachelorette. Because, A, you knew that people are going to, hate what happened and hate Jason. Like you, you always want them when it ends to have some sort of a happy ending. You don't sure. want anyone to be irrevocably damaged. Um, and for Melissa worked out great. She went on dancing and married uh, Ty, who was, she, she was dating before They're that. Still they together, kids. Yeah. They're happy. Um, with Becca, it just was, how do you, you know, you needed that. I mean, that thing with it Ari, been weird you talk her. about that finale, about how like it's yeah, like one of the great TV moments. Totally. And I, was like, I think Becca that, and I talked about it, so you can listen to that later in the if, week. If we didn't have that happy ending that night, where all the girls were like sitting on her lap and like so excited for her and everything, like it just felt okay. It was like okay, we all went through hell watching this with yeah. Ari, but she's gonna be okay. And he, the thing and, is, Becca is like truly delightful. She's like someone you'd want to be friends yeah. with, someone you'd mm-hmm. be happy to like have a drink or a coffee with. Like she's great. She is great, but because she like seemed eminently normal mm-hmm. to me, like she's just like. I, also, I, I think uh, blanket people from Minnesota are great and yeah. like pretty normal. I feel like the as I be- say, this is where I learned that that phrase "Minnesota nice." Yeah, apparently. the yeah. best Americans mm-hmm. are from Minnesota. Yes, that's right. And like she's like the epitome of that. But it like led to a pretty boring season. Where like I also I think-, think though, when you talk about being snake bitten, I mean the stuff with the the Garrett social media stuff yeah. like that, and the fact and that's where spoilers also hurt because right. it was like well this guy is rumored to win and, and you know he's not a he's not like progressive and nobody got to tell their side of the story that you know clearly yeah he, if you talk to any one of those guys in the house they all were like no this guy 
he is a nice, like he admits it was a dumb thing and he did this, but yeah. he's not that person. It's hard for me to imagine her being with a bad person because she just. No, but she's I, not. I, I she's a know. good person. But at the same time, like They're I have a happy. bias against him. Like, fuck that guy. He's that's the, so, so you went in with that, like that didn't help. Yeah. Um, you know, we had the other things with Lincoln, obviously. Right. Uh, the guys also just, yeah, I don't know that they were great. I also think it was not our best produced season. I think that dates sort of went from being about this guy wanting to be with Becca and more about, well, I don't like this guy. Like, I thought yes, that they, there was a lot the, of bickering to me, between the, the guys. low point was the debate date with Lincoln and Goose. Yeah. And this I was, was about say, those two hating each other. It had nothing to do with Becca and it had everything to do with those two guys. Goose and Jordan were like the villains. Right. And they're both like pretty li- right. pretty lame. Mm-hmm. Like Jordan like is well, in Jordan the bachelor party great. Facebook I mean, group like yeah. like getting into fights with strangers. Literally, literally. Oh no, you're kidding. So. He's better than that too. He's a, he's a, he's a good guy. He's great, but I think that was sort of kind of what happened there. Like it was just people were predisposed to dislike the season. Yeah. To your point, like they just it's like, yeah, I hate and this guy. The most like genuine emotion was Blake who when I was watching, I was just like, this dude has too much going on. He shouldn't even be on the show. Yeah. Like it wasn't fun drama. As you see, Blake is, is, is we, you know, I mean, we know so much. That's the beauty of something like Bachelor Pad is you, yeah. or Bachelor in Paradise is you learn so much. Like, I feel like we know Blake so well. Oh now. yeah. I feel like I've been through a lot with Blake. We've been through a lot with Blake. <laughs> We've been a stagecoach with Blake. We've been oh my God. But anyway, side ever. note, I think we are talking to stagecoach about doing some sort of oh my thing God. together. That's I don't awesome. know what it is. Yeah. But uh, very Can excited for that. Absolutely. <laughs> that sounds oh, fantastic. Yeah, totally. I think we should do a thing like covering it yeah. for, for the ringer. I'd love to. Because I think there's going to be some like a place we can audition for the show. The stars oh will be God. there. Oh my God. Hilarious. Amazing. So it should be anyway. a, kiss, a kissing booth. Yes. Um, oh my God. I love it. <laughs> So Blake, uh, but but he was genuinely distraught over over that end. There was real, like I you know. said, there was real emotion there. Yeah, there was, yeah. But like a really emotional, boring doesn't make for a really emotional ending doesn't make for a great season because you have it's to like hard. wait. All, it's almost like it's almost like you need all the drama to happen between like weeks three and seven. Well, I think you really also dramatic. like the fact you mentioned. I completely forgot Jordan was on that. So now I remember yeah. him with the gold shorts and everything. Yeah. But, it's that that's also as we were talking about some of the better seasons. If you can name six or seven people, yeah, that always helps. I can't even so I'm trying to think because, of who her final well, four was. It was, she ha- she it was Blake, ha- it was Garrett, it was Jason Tardek, ja- oh, Jason Tardek. Oh, and Colton, and Colton. Oh, okay, well, yeah, now See, that's the thing. She had a lot of good characters. She had a lot of good characters. She also had grocery store Joe. Well, that grocery store Joe well, out the famous. first night, yeah. but like obviously has now become like a staple. She had Clay, who was a big in paradise. Like it was Remember, a lot Clay, of though, rotation left players. early, and I think he would have been on longer. I mean, people really like Clay. Uh, I don't. Grocery store Joe probably should have gone home night one. Grocery store Joe would not have been grocery store Joe. Totally had that not happened. But but also, you're like, right. The like, sound of his voice, I don't know what it is. Like I don't. Yeah. I'm not interested in him, and I, that's fine. And I no, just think I that, agree. I just think that like. Then really normal people don't make for good seasons. No, I think that looking at it, it did start to, I I think you're right. But I also think too, it started to get produced better starting with, with Colton season. Sure. Like you can always look at saying, you say, okay, this one maybe wasn't as successful, you know, from a content standpoint. Obviously it's great. It was successful and that Becca and Garrett are happy and will probably get married, but yeah, they seem great. Um, if she makes it these 60 and 60 dates on the road, right. This tour is long. It's a, it's a long tour. It's insane. Absolutely. I know. I wish her well. Um, we're going to get next into number 34, but first let's talk about today's sponsor. 
Are you looking for some sparkle for under the tree? Finding the perfect gift for everyone on your list can be a difficult task, but it doesn't have to be. Kendra Scott is here to help make your shopping this season as easy as possible with a great selection of gifts for everyone on your list. From a classic pendant necklace to an on-trend statement earring or something customized, they've got pieces for every style and budget, including hundreds of styles under $100. Best of all, Kendra Scott offers free shipping plus free gift wrapping and free returns just in case. Want some personal shopping advice? Visit your local Kendra Scott store and they'll help you find the right jewelry for you or your loved ones or go to their website and take their perfect gift finder quiz. I've got some lovely Kendra Scott earrings, which I wear for special occasions, but could also be dressed down just for a regular work day. I highly recommend it. And this gift wrapping, that's legit, particularly the free returns. There's no issue with trying to buy a present for someone. If they don't like it, they can get something they want. So visit KendraScott.com and use the promo code BACHELORPARTY or mention this ad in your local Kendra Scott store for 20% off your next purchase. Hurry, this is a limited time offer. That's 20% off at KendraScott.com using the code BACHELORPARTY. Next, at number 34, the doctor. Travis Lane Stork, who got to be in Paris the entire Stork. time. Yes. Basically. Season eight. Again, looking for things that you can, promotable things that, you know, what's going to yeah. change it up? The and most romantic city not, in the world. Right. Because it it really isn't. When you think about that, it doesn't matter. Like, you could have the most romantic city in the world. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a great season. Yeah. And you could have somebody, again, Womack won. I remember his <laughs> finale right in, in Malibu. Like, right down here. Not the high, I think there were budget cutbacks that season, uh, but it didn't matter totally. Like, that was that was amazing. So, yeah, that was that was the big thing. Like, we're gonna do The Bachelor in Paris, and it was fine. Their overnight dates were, were in great locations yeah. Venice, Vienna, and the French Alps. It's pretty dope. Um, I remember the ratings going up that season though, like it was 9.3 average. From that, Very good. I think it was, was it Charlie O'Connell was before him? Um, season seven was standby. Yes, Charlie O'Connell. Yeah, so uh, it was the, you know, and he was very sincere. Travis Lane Stork. Yeah, this yeah guy he's still on TV Lane all the time. <laughs> he is. Is that show The Doctor's still I on? I think that's canceled, but he's like, uh, just like your TV doctor, which to be honest, yeah. I hardcore judge. I'm yes. just like, okay. Um, he ended up selecting a woman named uh, Sarah Stone. They, yes, Sarah Stone. But no proposal, which used to happen a lot. Like, I pick you and let's date, but no proposal, which was like normal, but then it became contractually obligated to... Um, <laughs> What's well, not congrats contractually, I believe, but it was sort of a for a short time. It was though. How do we? There, it wasn't. It, it was wasn't. Not, no, it was. I mean, it was. You you tried to veer things towards that, okay. but nobody. You can't put a gun to somebody's head and say <laughs> you had to propose. Well, you could give them. A you lot signed of money. the contracts. No. Um, his but, his runner up was named Moana, which I just think is funny. Yeah, so she was one of those girls that sort of stayed with. She would have been. She must be like so upset that she was just born a little bit too early, like that. Yeah. She wasn't there for Bachelor Pad and Bachelor in Paradise. She would always like come around. They, I remember trying. They were trying to figure out something for her to do, whether it was even as a producer working on the show or right. something, because she was, uh, you know, quite the character. I remember. If you watch this one, and you can find it online if you if you dig hard, this yeah. is one of the ones available. Um, it's almost like bound, but it's like almost like hemmed in by the fact that it's in Paris. I feel like yeah. it's. It's too much emphasis on where they are. No, the fact that the most, the, the one clip that always got played, I don't think it does anymore, but it was always a list of the most embarrassing moments was there was a date where one of the girls was like, oh, I have this special talent I can do. Yeah. And she cut up an orange peel and put it in her mouth. She's like, hey, Travis, you know, how you doing? You know, it was, uh, 
It just was not. That was really it. That's that's all you remembered. But it was a guy. Why he was charming. Why he was a good bachelor is that this was a guy who had a sort of like Peter. It's like this is like this is my career. Like I'm not going to you know do anything else at this. I'm going back to being a commercial airline pilot. I'm going to be an emergency room doctor. Yeah. They, this was a real life that that he was offering. He picked you know? a woman who also lived in Nashville. Yeah. Like they were like, he was like looking <clears throat> for someone whose life was like going to yeah. sync up with his. I heard Peter is doing, is press is being planned around his um, pilot career. Which that is I, correct. I absolutely love. I've never Peter, heard this. I love it. No, I've never heard this before where you ask like, you know, well, you know, is he going to be able to do Kimmel or whatever? Like, well, we don't know because we don't have a schedule yet. Incredible. Which is crazy. Sh- I, Usually a, it's like, the, what time do you need flyer. him there? Yeah, exactly. I'm a Delta flyer. If I don't get a Peter flight soon, I'm going to be devastated. You, yeah, I'll see. We'll have to figure out <laughs> if we can make that happen. We can get Peter here, which will uh, also I'm, make happen. I would love yeah. that. I really want to meet him. He seems yeah. like a great guy. Oh, so great. Um, number 33, Alex Michelle, the first bachelor. Alex Michelle. Not the most boring, but pretty boring. Well, let me ask you this. What do you think? Where would he rank if it had to be eight to 10 weeks like we do now? Oh, my God. I think that he would have. You're like 40th out of 38. I think he would have. I think that he, I think that he chose Amanda over Trista. Yeah. Amanda Marsh, because he was insanely attracted to her and was just dying to have sex with her. Yes. And I think that he would have given in and it would have happened earlier. And then maybe that would have been interesting. But the things that he said on the show, like he would things like, Amanda has a creative sexuality. That's what he said about yeah. her. And it's just like, okay, man, we get it. You just want to sleep with her. Or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very creative. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it just was like obviously a revelation because it was first, but it's it's not good. Although it did like it did have a lot of interesting things no, beforehand. A lot like, of you know, a lot of these first seasons, you look at them. I mean, it's funny, you know, Shark Tank, which we do, we look at the the first season episodes and the entrepreneurs that came on and they wouldn't even be considered to audition now. You know, it just yeah. was like everything is so different, you know, um, and people were figuring it out. Uh, I think that also the show originally almost was going to have a mean-spirited vibe. Like, I think it was really like we're going to have a guy date 25 women and break up with 24 yeah. of them. And I think the fairy tale aspect sort of found its way in. It's just a lot of things kind of happen, but you don't know what those are. I mean, the things I remember hearing, one is, I think he did tell Trista he was going to pick her. He did? So that's why she was so blindsided. Interesting. That yeah. I, I don't think they had a lot of chemistry, by the way. No, I when don't think I, they did When I watch him, I'm just like, there's clearly nothing there. There's something there. where he almost like yells at her, like tries to, like, to, he's like, I'm getting an attracted to you and I don't like it. Like, it's very, very, very strange. Yeah, it, it was like a very weird dynamic. I will say that there was like some interesting conversations pretty early on where like, they yeah. talked about race and like interracial dating. Well, his and, first kiss was an interracial kiss. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. And I believe her name was Lanice. Lanice, that's exactly right. And she has the 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 record, the first kiss. The first kiss on The Bachelor. Yeah. And she asked him, like, are you okay mm-hmm. dating a black woman, basically? Yeah. And that was like pretty interesting. And just like mm-hmm. at one point she looks around, she's like, I'm the last woman of color here. Like, what does yeah. that mean? And that, you know, that stuff is actually pretty interesting. And also, I think not remarked upon because it just was sort of like part of the run of the show. And that was right. it, which was like cool and yeah. progressive, but also again, rather boring. Yes. So. No, it was the, the other story I remember hearing about this season was, um, at the upfronts, this is, so this aired, I think from like March to April and the bachelor was the big show. Yes. And it, so Alex was invited to the upfront, which is, it the started big, on March 25th. 2002. Yes. And kind of weird um, timing, middle of March. Well, I think it, this was the, okay. 
we're going to promote this in the Oscars, mm. which is this when the Oscars aired in, in like, March. Right. So I think that was really the the point of it was to to do that. So Alex, I think was invited to the upfront, which is the big sort of where they preview the next season shows and all the big ABC sure. stars are there. It's for advertisers, but also and I like think he press. really thought he he was like, well, I got to go I'm talk to Michael Eisner, who was at then the oh Disney God. CEO. Oh. I think supposedly what I heard was like he went up with like you know a bunch of shrimp in his hand. Like oh my like god! He seemed like a real kind Lizard. of like yeah. he had no idea what he was doing. Alex I think Michelle. that's true. But he who was like would? a nice guy. Yeah, but exactly. Some interesting things about that season. Like it's cool. I, I've always advocated for like people vetting the the contestants early on. Yeah. They had that happen. His friends mm-hmm. came and met all of them. Yeah. Um, he seemed like pretty genuine. He was like he didn't seem like a bad guy who didn't want to yeah. like he didn't want to like screw over twenty four women. He also seemed to no. absolutely love the experience. When you watch him. Yeah, I'm sure Seems he did. Seems like he's having fun. Well, again, it's like, it, it's a it's pretty cool. I mean, even then, even though it's the budget, you know, you're not really going anyplace crazy. You know, yeah. It's still sure. pretty cool. He, uh, he did have, they did travel for overnights. They went to New York with Amanda, yeah. Vermont with Shannon, and Hawaii with Trista. Yeah. Congrats, Trista. That's by far the best. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> well, that one too, I wonder that. if they did say, Trista's the one you want to see in a bikini. Right. She, Probably. You know, she was hot. She yeah. was hot. Yeah, she she was and is hot. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there was rumors that that she, Trissa, and Alex dated after the show after he broke up with Amanda, but I don't I don't know if those were ever confirmed. I don't think so, but I remember there was some worry that Trista was out at a bar with a bunch of the women from that season because that was when mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was like, oh my god, she's gonna be, we're gonna do the Bachelorette. She's gonna be the Bachelorette. She can't meet anyone. So. Um, I don't know. I don't think they did. But what I do remember, too, is that Alex and Amanda were on the cover of TV Guide. I remember that as well. That was a big deal. So, yeah. was, you know, the show was like It just became a, a phenomenon deal. very, very quickly. It did. And it was also just like there was then a lot of knockoffs mm-hmm. and rip, like Joe Millionaire and all Well, the that was the, shows. I don't know how, I'm trying to think how long it took, but boy, the, um, the the dating shows that that I mean those are the ones that we remember. There was I remember there was one called like Chains of Love where yeah. they were all chained together. There were on so UPN many. like there were, but yeah, I mean I th- I would say the two big ones that came from the post Alex Michelle we need our dating show were Joe Millionaire season one season two it was completely blown. They had to do it in Europe if you remember. It's horrible. Yeah. And then uh, Average Joe. Oh, yeah, Average yeah. Joe. That was a crazy one, too. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't into those. I always liked the more naturalistic setting of The Bachelor. It is. It's the one, if you noticed, like, everyone, every network, when somebody has a hit show, it's like, well, what's our What's our this? version, What's yeah. our American Idol when that was the big? Boys, or what's yeah. the thing? So if it, and then, you know, I think a lot of them do say, what's our Bachelor? And it's hard. Yeah. Because there's something about it there's that's a, just There's so, a magic to it. There is. There's a magic to it. That's been honed over 20 And now it's become- Variations. I mean, I think legitimately it is a version of a sport. Like, it is kind of a- Football. I mean, I wouldn't call it a female NFL because sure. I think a lot of women watch football and a lot of men watch The Bachelor. But there is a thing of the okay, the season starts like yeah. January. Of it's course. like that time you're waiting right after Labor Day weekend. The NFL weekend. The NFL season starts. I mean, we can just tell from like the very sweet community of people who like listen to the yeah. show and interact on the Facebook group, which you know is just like a really. It's like pretty nice. It's just mm-hmm. like a, it's like a shared enthusiasm. It, it is. It's no, not it's, even like a. There's nothing vicious to no. it. It's sort of sort of like everyone likes no, the it and wants to talk about byproduct, it. The byproduct of this show has been the community, how it's brought people together. Yeah. And people have met. It's so unexpected. It's really unexpected. And we've had, I remember, this was Bachelor Pad, but there's a woman who had breast cancer who reached oh out goodness. and we flew her out to 
one of the tapings and she met the kid and she died like right after that. And people write, they say, oh, you know, my dad died and my mom and I watched The Bachelor and this is how we're getting through it. Yeah. It is, it is a show similar to things that bring you joy, like football, like those things. And and I think like kind of a good comparison with football, like I would say there's a dark side to The Bachelor, which is all Mm -hmm. the stories about people who- you know, suffer some kind of mental health afterwards or it is, some of like the coercion that there's been, that's like covered in unreal and stuff like that. Well, but also, but there's, but just, it goes both ways. To it's, your point, how the NFL is trying to be more cognizant. I think the show is too with the, you know, really, t- I mean, there's, and there's always been somebody just like, look, the NFL did not want these people to have CTE. Sure. And of not course. Be able to operate a car sure. at 50 years old. Sure. But you know, you just, you think you're doing a, you have a psychiatrist there and you have everything. But I think that now there is a lot of like making sure anyone has help needs it or. Sure. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I think, but there is like, there is like a nice community that comes out of it. It's just, you know, it's but not this only one all took time. Yeah. Just like the NFL did. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and so I think Alex Michelle was definitely one of those ones where it was like, okay, there's something here. Totally. You know, there's something to build, build on. on yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Number 32. Matt Grant, The British Bachelor, season 12. This one, I would say, yeah, probably is properly ranked. the end of the first sort couple of, of the, well, the first era of The Bachelor. Here, it aired things, 2008. Yes. He selected Shane Lamas, who I yes, like really remember from the tabloids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Daughter of Lorenzo Lamas. And they had a really um, acrimonious breakup, I would say. She like accused yeah. him of being gay and yeah. like just all very weird. And this was sort of like the end of the pre-dawn of The Bachelor. So this is what's a bunch of things about this season. This is an interesting, probably properly ranked. Okay. This is one where, to your point, you can't really judge the season with the person because Matt Grant is one of my, I, I absolutely love Matt Grant. One of the nicest, most charming people you're ever going to meet. Uh-huh. A ton of like fun to hang out with. Um, he's just, he's really great. But a couple of things. One was we could not find a bachelor for this is when we had to have a second season. Uh-huh. Two the, in a year. The fall was actually Brad Womack. Yeah. Like so to, Brad really the good. first time. Brad the first time. So it's like, okay, we gotta get one for spring. We could not find anyone. I wanna say we always liked the idea of a British bachelor. I remember Somebody had a meeting with one of Roger Moore's sons, which was oh a God. really fun <laughs> idea. Like, oh my God, the son of James Bond. Like, how cool is that? And I think one of one of the casting the casting director had a person in a bar in London who just spotted Matt Grant was like, hey, can, "Can do you want to take a meeting about one of these things?" He seems like a great dude, so super nice guy. So we see him and we're like, "This is oh my god, this is a home run. This guy is awesome. He's like he's tall, he's British, he's charming. Like we can play into all the the cool British things. The you know he's a little bit of Hugh Grant." He's a little bit of 007. Like, this is going to be great. Um, I mean, it was so rushed. I remember it almost, we either almost had to shoot in the UK or we we're going to have to figure this out because there were like visa problems. Like, that's how rushed this was. My God. So the problem there is that you've now cast 25 women who do not know who The Bachelor is, what he looks like. Right. You know, so, He's just a rando. And that's really kind of what happened where there's a lot of women who just weren't into him. Right. Just like there, there was no way to like build the fantasy and that ahead is, of time. That's kind of instant death. Yeah. You know, you're trying to make something out of nothing there. Sure. And he also, you know, look, it it does go both ways. I mean, that you can't help. The Bachelor doesn't know who the women are going to be right. no matter who it is. Right. Even that Peter didn't know who these women were. But 
this one, it was, it, it was, that was difficult. Um, and it was also, I think it was, it was the continuous production. It was the fact it was like an assembly line. It just kept moving. So the weird, by the weird happy accident, I remember everyone being so sad and upset, like The Bachelor, after the season, the ratings went down. It mm. was the lowest they'd ever been. And it was, Which oh is, my gosh. It's about 8 million was the average yeah. season. Which is good. No, it was fine. It wasn't like it was a, but, but it was a, okay, we, it, it, there was a lot of things that could do better than that. Um, so it was the first time it was not on the fall schedule. Oh, wow. Since, since Aaron Berg, or Burge. Burge. Whatever, Burge. <laughs> uh, and so that was, it was like, oh, we've been demoted to mid-season, basically. Right. And it ended up being the greatest thing that ever happened. That, and that's yeah, when Jason it, Mesnick came. Jason came in. But it was, Matt Grant, it was not one of the the better seasons. It was the last time it was 90 minutes only per episode. And I was well, saying, that was a weird thing, too. Because it went from an hour to 90 to, to how, We need to put... Um, cartoon, at the time when The Bachelor really worked well, this is when Dancing with the Stars was a big mega hit. Mm. And when you did a three-hour block of Dancing in the Bachelor, right. The Bachelor definitely benefited from that lead and it was Oh, huge. interesting. And then I remember they they really wanted to try and launch a, a half-hour comedy. Like, not just waste the lead in on something that's established. So then The Bachelor kind of went to 90 minutes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to say, say it was Samantha Who that was on that season <laughs> with Christine Applegate. I forgot about that show. Um, I would say its biggest contribution, Matt Grant season, was Holly Durst, who went on to be on Bachelor Pad, yes. to be an informant for Reality Steve. Uh, just a, a lot yeah. of Holly Durst action. So she's like- Married Blake, though, too. Yeah, this is yeah. the other thing we have to remember is that- uh, Now Holly Julian. Holly Julian, Bachelor Pad did- have a wedding. It did, it did. It did. It did lead to a married couple. I also think Deanna wouldn't have ended up with Stags's brother if it weren't for Pad. Yes, I, that's just, I think you're probably right. I just feel like that's when the Stagliano family really <laughs> became did. core to Bachelor themselves. Nation. Well, Stags was one of those ones where there was a very small but vocal contingency that he should be the Bachelor. Like, Absolutely not. Loved it, Absolutely but not. There were people who just loved. <laughs> but he was made for. This is why Bachelor Pad was so great. I love Bachelor Pad. We're gonna do a so whole great. special one day on Bachelor yes. Pad. Okay, our final for today. Oh boy, we'll be back next week, of course. Lorenzo Borghese, number 31. Yes. He was the Italian prince who was rumored to have never been to Italy before the show. Yeah, the Italian <laughs> prince who didn't speak Italian. He's from New Jersey, in fact. Yes. Uh, this is on, in January 2006. He selected Jennifer Wilson with no proposal. Yes. Um, but then he allegedly dated his runner-up after the show. That's true. Named Sadie. Sadie. And it was in Rome. And they, yep. went, on, or they went on a lot of dates all over Italy. Yes. And most crucially... Erica Rose is on Erica this season. Rose. Erica Rose is at risk of being lost to time. Yes. However, she is vital to the she Bachelor is. Nation as we know it now. She is. Thank God again for Bachelor. I mean, I will say everybody knew she was a star because I remember when she was finally voted off, they were, Mike was like, I don't care how we she need came to back. keep her on the show. She came back like she the next episode. Back. She was in the credit sequences. Yeah. They'd have scenes of her in a bubble bath talking about the people. Like she just was, yeah, she was somebody... I think probably the best scene of that whole season involved Erica Rose and not The Bachelor, but Chris Harrison. Yeah. Where she's talking about, like, I don't, you know, where's the room service? Yeah. Like thinking he's like a porter or something like that, which is great. Erica Rose wanted to be a princess and she embodied one when she was on the show. She, she acted did. like one and it was just absolutely hilarious. She absolutely was. And yes, exactly. She's really stole the show. Like that. She, oh, she was great. By she, far. she was absolutely instant comedy. I thought she was great. I also think, too, 
if he was a good, I've always thought she's one of the like. I'm like God. I would love to be married to Erica Rose. Yeah, she seems fun. She's now married, but her second married had second second two or she she had two, two kids, children. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. She yeah she and then she became she was on Bachelor Pad two and three. Yeah, she also um was another reality Steve informant when they yes, were close. That's right, and then, and then they broke up. They did break up. And, yes, and yes, that's exactly but, right. But that she was like really crucial to then ushering in the Bachelor yes. world as we mm-hmm. know it. I think because she wanted to be famous. She and her father, her father was a plastic surgeon. Dr. Franklin Rose, I want to say. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, they, and he like made a name for himself on like doing plastic surgery on other on bachelor, bachelor people. Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. That's so right. It was kind of, uh-huh. the season itself wasn't that great. I mean, the whole Italian it was part not was like good. fine. If you remember, they brought, again, he doesn't speak Italian. So right. bringing in two women who only speak Italian. Right. There was two Italian didn't women. really didn't work out either. And like, I, I just think the ones on location have now proven to be sort of like the most like aberrant, like, aberrant yeah. essentially so yeah. i i think that's well that was one where it was absolutely a like the idea of it was so good you know like yeah. oh my god a prince this is a bit even if it's not a prince it was just you were looking for what are some hooks that are new because we've now done whatever it is eight cycles of it nine cycles of it how do you make it feel different right oh, just get a prince and this is a great story right and then you see, it's like it was right in front of us all the time. Use people that the audience like, right? And then and I want to see fall in love. Erica Rose was like an early piece of that, even keeping her in this. Yeah, next absolutely. Episodes and everything like Find that. Find your stars, and that was well. That was, and that's sort of how Bachelor Pad came to be. It was the a again. What is our big brother? Yeah. And then B, it's like God. These people, they really. It's fascinating to see what happens after they leave. Like they all, they all date each other. Right. They're all part of this weird sort of fraternity and sorority, and and. Somebody like Erica Rose, although probably would have been a great season in Bachelorette, like who's not going to be a Bachelorette. Here's another place for them. Totally. She wasn't universally lovable. In my, like she's really entertaining, but I don't know if well, you like root for her in the way that you're supposed to root hard, for the you lead. You also were trying to judge like, is it shtick? Is it not? Like, yeah. I actually do not think it is. I think she genuinely is that person. Yeah, I, I agree. I think she I think she turned it up for Bachelor Pad, but when she was on The Bachelor, she did. Yes, I think right. she was also like, just sort of kind of figuring yeah. it out, but just genuinely, yes. genuinely enjoying what, no, what she was doing. That's exactly right. And, and that, like, she made that season to me. I actually, I had Lorenzo um, ranked lower and then I was like, you know what? Erica Rose is so Erica crucial. Rose came from and still I sort of continues to this day. I think you're, you're right to do that, but there wasn't much. I mean, like I said, this is the first season I'd worked on. And like, what's the most famous moment from this season? Just like Sadie not winning. Cause she no. really thought she was going to. It wasn't. Well, Sadie was also a, a virgin. That was oh, a right, big thing. I forgot. Um, there also were some things that I don't think were great from a producerial standpoint. I remember there was a thing where they had, at the end, both parents came mm-hmm. in, right. both to meet the parents with both of them, which just was sort with his of, family. It was pretty awkward too. Yeah, it, that well, that was awkward. Yeah. Um, there wasn't. Oh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that was memorable there? No, there really wasn't. And I just remember watching, and the end there, and it was like his thing with with Jen. It was like, well. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like something has happened and I want to see where it goes. <laughs> it was sort of like, so we invested eight weeks or whatever it is. And we're sort of here. With sure. no, and again, like I said, no, after the final rose, nothing. <laughs> so it sort of was like, that was it. Yeah. And, and then it just sort of, and then you saw, on. so Andy Baldwin was the next bachelor. Yes. And I will say that's when I saw, okay, now I see how this show really worked when it's really since, and this was a guy who was a Naval doctor who had a real career to offer. And these women all wanted to be, Navy doctor wives. Yeah, that's when it was like 
this is okay. Now I get it. Like careers matter. Careers, career is better. <laughs> or just somebody that they really see their future with. I right. mean, Lorenzo was a cosmetics. Lorenzo was a pet. Heir. No, it was pet cosmetics. Pet cosmetics. Or he was maybe the cosmetics heir, and then he did Had pet like a, cosmetics. Yes, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. And but it was just sort of. He seemed like a lot of smoke. You're just like, is there a there? I remember there? I felt really bad not too long after this, but still was like 10 seasons worth. Somebody asked Chris Harrison on a radio interview, like, who was the worst batch? He goes, oh, by far, Lorenzo Varghese. <laughs> and Lorenzo, like, said this. He's like, to have, like, you know, basically this feels like my own home. Like, oh my you know, God. like doing this to me. Like, Poor guy. I, I, but he was just being honest. Sure. You know? it just, and again, like, yeah. it's not about, like, if you like them as a person, but, like, if they're good TV they're, or not. Every single lead is a super, super nice person. Yeah. Just like like yeah. everyone else. Just, Every single one? Probably 35 or 38. The ones that I've met, I'm trying to think if there's anyone that, at least when I've met them, okay. well, they've been nice. You're an executive. No yeah. one's going to be rude to you. So it's about- I don't think so. Although there was one who was, who uh, actually there were two. Uh, I won't say whether they yeah, were Bachelor who, or Bachelorette. Don't say who they are. No, I'm not even going to give you the sex okay. of the, the lead. But there were two and uh, they were a little... They they didn't care my my rank or who I was. <laughs> well, maybe it should make us like them, you know? Yes, they don't, they don't right. care. You could be anybody. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I would say no, but define. All right. So we got number 38 to recap. Trista. Number 37, Aaron Berge. 36, Byron Velvic. 35, Becca Kufrin. 34, Travis Lane Stork. 33, Alex Michelle. 32, Matt Grant. 31, Lorenzo Borghese. Yes. We got 30 to go. There's still Oof. so many more. Wow. <laughs> Gosh, that's amazing. Um, Rob, thank you so much. This has been an awesome history so lesson. Great. Absolutely. Hard, hard to find people who know enough about The Bachelor to do this with me. So I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I think we sort of went all over the place. I think I turned to everything but the seasons we were talking about. No, but it was good. It was no, fun. it's really good. Um, anything you want to tease about Peter's season coming up? It's a fantastic season. Great. It's really good. Um, I will say the one thing I will say that people have seen the sort of the thing that aired in Dancing with the Stars with. Hannah at the end. Yes. And it's like, the, oh, you know, we we're not falling for this smart as they should. You know, they, we know what this is. Like mm-hmm. this is editing. And so this is, it is, it was not just Hannah doing a drive-by. Like cool. it is, it is real. It's emotional. They got it's great really chemistry. I, I like am rooting for them it's, to end up together. It's really good. Yeah. She has the most chemistry with him of her final four by far. Do you think it was just that whole thing that she always said? Like when I was a girl and played Barbies, this is who I thought my husband was going to be. And I think it went both, both ways when they did after the final bros together in July, like they like, couldn't stop touching each other. She's got way more chemistry with Peter than with Jed or Tyler. I think you're probably right. But why? I think maybe the wrench in it was thrown had, here's the other auto, like weird thing, sliding doors. What if this had happened? Had Tyler been with Gigi Hadid before the final mm. and it wasn't there, do you think she would have tried then to, said to Peter right on the spot, like, let's okay, try something. Let's try something. Interesting. Maybe. Because I feel like with Tyler, she was she was sort of doing that. It was like- the, I feel you know, like she went for Tyler because he is more famous, just to be honest. I, I think at that moment, and he was at a fever pitch he, then. That was absolutely yeah. like that peak, could be. peak Tyler. That was peak Tyler. First week of peak August. TC, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that was like when he was at his absolute peak and yeah. she was just sort of like, should I ride this wave? America yeah. loves Tyler. Mm-hmm. America loved Peter too. They but- did, but it was hard. And he also, because now we do those finals where the- second or third round comes up right after they've yeah. been going. You know, he was like night one. Right. So we've sort of forgotten the second night. He was like really upset. 
I love. He was I upset, love but not as upset. My favorite thing was his mom. Oh my god, I love crying, obsessed like, with know. his mom. He, I, his I, mom is great. I will say his parents are great this season. Everything is great. I'm really excited to see it. I, I feel like I I needed the break, needed the off season after such. An you intense do need to you 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 nine need, months. You need to regroup. We need to get back and miss it. But yeah, exactly. But now is, we're ready. It is good. We're ready to go. January sixth. Well, January sixth. You know, it is a three hour premiere, but it is not the viewing party three hour premiere. So it's just it three, is three hours of content. Doesn't it go straight into the dates? It will go straight into the dates. So and does that mean? Hannah. So does that mean that season that episode two is like second week of dates or whatever? It it'll pick up there. Got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. So dates. No, no, and- it's not the second week. It's still the first week of dates. Oh, this I see. will end up with with Hannah. The first episode ends with Hannah. Any live portion with Chris Harrison hosting from a studio? No, I don't think so. Great. There's no not shots enough. At Chris, there's no raps. Exactly. I know. Sorry. Oh my god. Chris awesome. is in there plenty. You know, he and Peter live in the same place, Westlake Village. So they take so, a little drive. You so get to see funny. that. Yeah. Peter. Peter being from LA is a huge plus. Like, yeah. I but if you live like- in Westlake Village, it's yeah. not LA. Yeah, no, it's like it's, a small little. Yeah. It's like a, it's like 45 it's suburbia, minutes away. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But Peter, even like last night being at um Ram Seahawks on the sideline, yeah. like mm-hmm. that's cool. It is cool. Yeah, and also absolutely. like natural. It's not like let's fly no, in our bachelor that, to have him on the right. sideline. That's right. Exactly. But it's just like Peter loves the Seahawks and they're playing the Rams. And yeah, it was they, cool. Everyone's in LA. Absolutely. And he, and did you see, he was with Tyler and Dustin. Of course. Oh, Dustin. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I like Dustin. Usually it's like, Dustin's great. Everyone usually likes it's Dustin Tyler too. and, um, Hannah G's guy, Dylan, yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. Mr. Hannah Godwin. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Dylan I'm trying G. to interview those two. They're hard to, they're hard to get. They're, really? They're big, yeah. People wow. like them, I know. They're they're, they're great. She's she's fantastic, too. She seems it. She seems it. Um, Rob, thank you so much. My pleasure. We'll hope to have you back for, during Peter's season. Sure, absolutely. And I'll be back next week, counting down 30 to 21. We're doing this every Monday, right into up until Peter's season. And next week, I am joined by Bachelor historian, like legitimately, Amy Kaufman. So please listen and talk to you then. 